calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, Fated, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian learns about a potentially murderous path. Ral hears about a friend's impending death, Squash pulls magic apart, as will turn against the fangs of a basilisk. At the top of a magical staircase, they meet a Penemon, sent to meet them by the stars themselves. As their new guide takes them to an observatory, they pass a portal as the Dingurans close it shut on the stalking. The team find out that their coming to Gieta was foretold, as Raoul learns when Demi is fated to die. Is Demi's hourglass reflective of the end of the world? What other fates are hidden in the stars? And how did the Tingurans survive Soulfire? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. opens the door outside and you find yourself back in the city everything around very nearby has been scorched with flames um, you can still see some fires that are burning thankfully none of them soul fire but you can still see the remains of that sort of thing you can see that people are beginning to drag things into buildings and begin to fix and mend um, some of them are clearly about to be done for the day <laughs> you guys just sleep through the day or uh, meditate through the day um, yeah and that's kind of where you are they lead you through the city proper. They take you up a hill, and as you kind of begin to look back on the city, you see how tall some of these structures truly are. They're like, you know, 
way beyond anything that's building-wise you have in Discora. Uh, Discora buildings are mostly three at the most, but these are something like eight or nine stories high. He takes you further and further up this hill, and he pulls his his uh, his jacket closer to him. He pulls his cloak much much closer to him. It's beginning to get cold even for him. And then you crest over the edge of this hill, and before you you see a large crater much like the one that you found when you were there for the witch's moon except this is much shallower but much much wider in the very center of it and you have seen something similar to this before you see what looks like a very thin heat haze shimmer that is vertical about 20 feet high and within it you can see that there are things that are constantly moving it's not the same color as everything around it it's a mixture of purples and greens and blues and yellows and it's just shimmering there is that another way into the other plains like on dead sky mountain dead sky mountain dead sky mountain tallest mountain in the world right. really really there big there we go yeah I, I thought so. I just wasn't entirely clear. Its name has changed, I guess. Um, but I, I what figured, did it used to be called? Well, <laughs> um, it doesn't really translate very well into the common that you have in Discora. But um, n- no, Discora, sorry, Dead Sky Mountain is like a thinness between the barriers. This is a rend into the fabric of our reality. It's not, it doesn't lead somewhere but it does allow you to see things it allows you to see the construct of our reality of our existence and since the stars told me to bring you here i guess the four of you need to go to it look inside is this where you get a lot of your information from he nods yeah we we've all looked we've all gained knowledge some is huge knowledge and some of it is fairly small i learned a few new knots and they looked like really embarrassed tying knots you mean yeah yeah that's useful information believe us we've had to tie a few knots in our past as well <clears throat> anyways um can each person only look into the rand once you're making it yeah. sound like that y- yeah We've had people try to do more and they've just disappeared or their bodies come back, but they're not in it. That's terrifying. So, yeah, no, no one knows why. We think maybe you find out why the second time, but no one's going to risk that again. So we look once. Hmm. So I'm assuming you're going to stay here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not really dangerous. I mean, the things that you could learn from it could be very dangerous, but on the whole, it's not dangerous to go look. There's a lot of things we've learned that's dangerous already. What's one more? <laughs> what did you see when you and looked? Smells. Knots. I I learned knots. I learned lots and lots of forgotten knots. And he just like shakes his head a little. <laughs> Never tied a knot. Never. Just shoelaces. So what you see is not necessarily tying into what you do. 
No, not necessarily. But for people who clearly have purpose, they they learn what they need to. And you clearly have a purpose here. And again, he like points up to where like some stars are beginning to come out as the sun is beginning to set. Like you're supposed to be here. Laughing, staring straight up at the star is genuinely curious. So, based off of uh, what Penn and Laughing were talking about, like as they were have, uh, having the rest, could he like uh, try to identify what stars the guy he's referring to? Like which ones are um, ours, like, essentially? I don't ours? think so, um, because you don't actually know whether he's talking about a singular star or a constellation of stars. Um, like you, you. You would know like some basic names of some stars, like you would call this one like our equivalent of like the northern uh, North Star, or like this constellation is the frying pan, whatever it's actually spoon, called. Like, spoon, yeah. yeah, 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 like Orion's Belt. Um, what a waste of space! Uh, like you, you have you Did have you like, ju- a vague knowledge v- of some of them. Pun damage. Yeah. Pun damage. Yeah, you should all take one d four pun damage. No, so <laughs> many. <laughs> Now no, your universe takes pun damage. The As somebody that enjoys astronomy, quicker. pun damage. That's why I love I'm all this. I genuinely love astronomy. It's so fucking cool. Um, no, yeah, like you would know the names of some stars and some constellations, but you've never heard of one called the Laffian or the Ra. Like you don't. Yeah, like that's that's something just just so beyond your knowledge base. Um, okay, you couldn't identify yourselves. I need books on this. I need books. I need to learn. I want to know more. That's for later. Well, yeah. I can teach you some before you leave. Yes, no please. No problem. So Any knowledge that's can... not secret knowledge I'd like to know. <laughs> so do we do if... this one at a time or how do it's... you guys usually do uh... it? Sorry, I'll stop butting in now. No, no, don't worry about that. Um, it it doesn't matter. We've looked in pairs and fours and families, and some of us looked in on our own. It's entirely up to you for. We're not going to have to fight anything, right? There's no big beastie down there that's going to jump us. <laughs> uh, no, not not so far as we've ever experienced. But then. Our memories now knowledge only go back to Tim Gurren's. I assume. I assume not. Okay. Um, shall we go as a group then? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Eh? Zoltana, I swear I will... <laughs> Never mind, just you, start you walking, see, God damn it. You see Payne just like looking down and just like shaking their head. Like you can tell that they're kind of like that embarrassed flush. Um. <laughs> I want to how? come up with more, but I'm all tongue-tied. I can't. <laughs> how overly complicated are the shoelaces on his uh, feet? <laughs> is, is he wearing shoes? Is he wearing sandals so as to not have to tie any knots? <laughs> they're yeah, um, Like in insi- in oh. the Tingaran society, they've discovered like an equivalency of Velcro. Uh, <laughs> no, he invented it to spite the rift for giving him that knowledge. <laughs> I shall never tie another knot with these sinful hands. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, yeah, he's just wearing like really big boots that don't appear to have laces on them. 
I love we've established this piece of law. Thanks, folks. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, my my uh, my boots of elven kind will come untied. Can you uh, can you do take care of them for me? I can't think we'll ever be knowledge. able to figure out how to untie them. <laughs> He's like shaking his head and like walking down the hill again away from the crater as you're mocking his knots. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's really funny. I'm so- It's not funny, I'm sorry, it's not. Never make fun of knowledge. Knowledge for knowledge's sake is a wonderful thing. Unless okay, you get but- knots is what you hear as he walks away. <laughs> Lafian. What? I'm implying that knowing how to tie knots can be useful for other things. I'm sh- I don't want it. Okay, listen. Whatever you and Kathy are doing, you keep it to yourself. All right? <laughs> At this poignant moment in time, you find yourself standing before the wren. Somewhere in the world, Kathea sneezes. <laughs> Kathea looks up and thinks, I have to have a conversation with Zoltano when she gets back. <laughs> About tying knots. I gotta talk to her. <laughs> and that anyway, conversation is going to involve find- smacking me upside the head. <laughs> you find yourself standing in front of the rent. You're probably about 10, 15 feet away from it. And you can just hear this like pulsing buzz sound. It's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And it seems to be almost in time with when the lights, the colors that you're seeing through this shimmer begin to shift and change. It seems to come with it. Um. Yeah, you oh have boy. a choice. You can, in fact, all walk towards it and look in together, or you can go individually. It isn't, or in pairs, or even in a three and a single. I don't know how I'll manage that, but I'll find a way. I think we should all link arms, like in the Wizard of Oz, and just skip in together. That's my personal. Follow opinion. the dirty white brick road. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Have the tanker and not uh, made some sort of stairs or something there? Like, is it genuinely just a dirty road? Like, is this is a tourist dirty- attraction? Um, no, um, it's pretty much just a crater, and you can see obviously that the path that you have taken down is is a path, but a path that has basically only been made because of they keep taking the same route. Um, there's no pavement down. There's no bricks. There's no slabs. There's nothing. It's just people have walked this path so often that it has like dug itself into the crater. And you can see like, yeah, maybe a couple of feet from the rend itself is where this path just kind of begins to slope back up and stop. Um, that's kind of, there's nothing structured here. There's no merch shop where it says, get your rift no. apparel here. There's no please don't step on the grass signs. No, uh, I went to r- much World's it. Rend and all I got was this T-shirt. <laughs> oh my god, it was a sprained ankle. Uh, actually, though, maybe that should be a thing we put in our merch shop. I went to World's <laughs> Rend and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, we go. All right, as a group, yeah. the four of you step forward. And you all look into this rend, this heat haze, this shimmer of pulsing colours. And then all of your vision is snatched away from your bodies and you're seeing something else. Squash is standing in the middle of the three of you. As you all look down, Raoul, you see that you're standing in a circle of bones. Laffin, you're standing in a circle of vines and dragon fruits. Zoltana, you are standing in a circle comprised of seven pieces of coloured ribbon tied together and drenched in blood. These three circles interlink one another, and Squash is standing in the centre of it. 
And as you pull out, as the vision pulls upwards away from you, you can see that there is another larger circle entwining all three, made of sand. Lafian. Let's start with Lafian. Everybody's vision merges into Lafian. It's almost as if you're seeing from your eyes and then you get drawn into his. What you see are pillars. You see trees and forests. You see that there is a throne made of marble. And you can see that there is a statue upon this, sitting there, a monarch sitting at their throne. You can see at the bottom of this throne, this overly large throne, there is a rune. It is of a quarter moon within a crown of white opal. And you see rooms, so many rooms, each one different from the last, each one with a different kind of hazard. And then you are all looking in the reflection of Lafian's eyes again, and you see Lafian's arm reach out to grab a scroll. Your vision shifts into Ral. What you see is red skies and darkness. You follow this small human woman down into this reddish earth. You keep going down until you find this dark room lit by the bioluminescence of mushrooms, of plants, who are glowing purple and blue and green. You see standing stones in a circle linked by glowing magic vines that pulse with orange blood. And you see this girl standing in the centre. The vines that are pulsing are reaching out for her. And then in Rao's eyes, as you go back to this initial circle that you were in, you see him reach out and the vines wrap around his arm. Your vision is drawn into Zoltana's eyes now and you find yourself standing at a forge. There is a lot of fire here. You can tell... Something within all four of you can tell that this is on the physical plane. It's in a desert. You can see Zoltana working. You can see blood that seems to be pouring all over her. And you see her working it into this dark stone, creating small objects. And your vision rushes back. And you see, again, three circles intertwined with a large one intertwining them. And then your vision switches to squash. Before you, before the four of you, you see that there is an hourglass. It's filled with so many different coloured sands. It is protected by these small creatures with wings, breathing green fire. You see squash reaching out and stealing some of that sand. And then you are pulled back into yourselves. And as all four of these circles ignite with this purple flame, you feel a pain in your chest, just above your heart. And as each of you look down, you can see the exact same mark that three of you have had before, a large circle with three smaller circles intertwined. And then all of you are standing once again in Gita. So, three of you would recognise the brand that you had, your original Bond mark. Um, Squash would not know what this is. 
Okay, that was an experience. Um. Okay. I'm... We're all marked again. I'm confused. What does that mean? Um, I can't really experiment with it because I can kind of do it already. So, Squash, since you're the only one that's not experienced this, I want you to think really hard at me. I want you to think a word and just think it in my direction. Little thought experiment here. <laughs> Pun intended. All right. Uh, I, <laughs> I, think, I think he just thinks the word green. Do I, I hear had it? Fu- I had funnier ideas, but they're all rude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be rude. Exactly. <laughs> You're welcome. I wasn't. <laughs> So I'm thinking the word green at Lafayette. You do not hear it. Huh. I didn't hear anything. Do okay. I like do I pick up a, a connection like the la- when we had our last thing? Nope. And you can check where your uh, previous mark was and there is nothing there, just like the old scar. It's not been renewed. That's Interesting. It must be similar, but not quite the same then. What is it? So when we were initially in prison and let out to go do all this stuff, we had a mark placed on us by Demi that involved Caden as well, because he was supposed to be the one watching over us and everything. And um, we had kind of a mental link where we could all communicate with each other. And Caden knew where we all were. And I kind of was able to sort of backtrack that a little bit so I can follow him. But um, I, I, I remember a little bit about this from when we were in the desert, uh, the desert of Drenneth. You told me a little yes, bit about this. That. You, you could like share ideas or words. Right. It allowed me to be able to like pull memories and have everybody see it. But doesn't seem like that's the same sort of link we have now, whatever this mark is. Okay, what did we just see, though? Is that Assumably st- our trials. Hmm. So, Rol, I saw yours. I, I, we saw, at least I saw, I don't, I don't know if the rest of you saw them, but... I saw everything, I think. A marble throne, um, a human lady entwined with vines... A bloody anvil creating a black stone and the stealing of some multicolored sand. Squash yours was a little concerning, uh, considering there were creatures that were breathing green fire, but... It, let's worry about that later. I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. That's fair. Um, I don't know where any of these places are, personally. I mean, mine forests and pillars of marble and such... Uh, there's only so many places where that sort of thing could be. There's not very many wide expanses of forests, and somehow I feel the universe would be funny enough to put it somewhere near to my home. Hmm. Mine was underground, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Underground vines. See, I got this. Green... I would like those of you in prison to roll a history check, please. Those of us that were in prison. Squash, did you ever get arrested? Nope, Squash is too good nope. for that. It, it wouldn't have surprised oh, me shit. one bit if you were like, oh yeah, I've been in Fossum Prison once. <laughs> he broke in once. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, uh, an, that's a natty, history? that's a 30. History check? Oh. Yeah. Yes, history. please. I rolled 
I rolled a net one. Uh, I got a nine. Good start recording. <laughs> I remember. Thank you, roll 20. Thank you. Um, on a nat 20, uh, sorry, Raul and uh, Zlatana, <laughs> on a nat 20, um, uh, Lafian, you recognize the figure to be the human woman who hung next to you all. It's Liana. Oh. Liana? Oh, fuck. Wait. No, but she's dead. I know. Isn't that strange? Oh, okay. I see. All right. All right. Never mind. All right. So, <laughs> upon thinking on it harder, Lafian turns to Rawl and Rawl, I, I actually have a sneaking suspicion of um, what. Where that cave is? And with the vines? Well, the the halfling. Um, huh? I actually, it it took a moment. I recognized the halfling from prison. Bird prison. That was the other person that got hung with us. The one that died <laughs> because of Ava. Yeah, Ralph's gonna make a con save. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever oh, role I've he does now. That little piece of tidbit. I rolled a natural twenty. I'm fine. Natural twenty. You're totally fine, dude. Uh, roll. You you have a little bit of a trickle on you. Yeah. No, that's not the. That's not possible. What we saw. Well, I mean, it sounds like you might need to face your test on another plane of existence, perhaps? Question mark. That might be a f- question for your um your friend on the other side. No, but I, any- I I agree with you there, Lafian. Hmm. I got that feeling, that strange feeling that uh, Sultana's task, the one with the anvil, it felt more physical somehow. Like everything else felt different. Like it was not real. But hers was definitely real maybe because of the anvil so you think three of the four of ours might actually be on other planes then it's possible mine might be on another plane i've never heard of any of these locations though i think this may be a friend uh question to ask our uh gracious hosts who happen to hoard all the knowledge of the world keyword hoard well, we're the chosen ones of some shit for them, so I feel like maybe we're entitled to some answers. Yeah. I swear that's not my inner prince showing. I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> All right, let's return to Penn then. Uh, let's see if we can get to some information. As the four of you turn and make your way back up to the side of the crater where you're hoping that your Tinguran guide is waiting, um, you can see that sitting on the edge of the crater is um, a debt. Oh. Baby! Hi. Um, and she, like, rushes over and just, like, gives you a really big hug. Um, how did it go? Uh, weird. But, you know, expectedly weird. <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. Um, Good to see you. Hey. We're all waves. You too. 
You all look perturbed, but at least none of you are stuck in stone. And she looks over at Squash. (laughs) (laughs) We fixed it. He's all better now. He did. Got turned into a new. (sighs) (laughs) It's time for your date, I assume. Yeah, but we've got all night, so if there's something you need to do, we can wait. Uh, wait, you you belong on the celestial plane, don't you? Uh, no. The sentinel plane, Sentinel yeah. plane, sorry. Uh, you belong on the sentinel plane, don't you? Yeah. How many planes are there? Well, there are five. There's the physical plane, there's the stalking, then there's Cicero and Balaam. And then engulfing all of that is the Sentinel plane. And then there's the weird ones that are often bumfuck nowhere, like the one we went to that one time. I don't quite understand how that worked. And she kind of like looks at Zoltana like awkwardly like, oop, I don't understand. (laughs) Zoltana shrugs. What are you thinking, Squash? If the... If the human that got executed was Bellum and your ivory pillars are Cicero, Sultana is the physical plane that leaves me the stalking or the central plane, and I know which I'm assuming I am destined to spend time in. Probably the one where Soul Flame usually is found, yes. Or the one where I know there's hourglasses, because I've seen that. That too. Yes, Ral, you would know that probably to be the stalking. Yeah, it Uh-oh. seems like a stalking thing. That's actually a good pull, Squash. I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, what is, how much does Squash know about the stalking? Nothing, really. Uh, you've been through it a couple of times uh, it's kind of like this weird sepia yeah. colour to it you keep seeing figures that look like literal death uh, yeah. staring and waving at you like your buddies <laughs> um, no, uh, because I, like, I've like i listened to Boker's backstory so I know the like the thing about stalking is that like oh you don't take shit from the stalking it's like I know what a shit, shit position you've put me in but I don't think Squash understands how fucked he is right now well, no, the, it's a matter of you don't take things from people's bags of holding. Those are protected. Yeah. Because Lo here was trying to steal or trying to look at something. Whatever from. you're trying to steal from that hourglass is probably much worse. Probably. <laughs> you're trying to steal sand from a big fuck off huge hourglass that had multicolored sand in it. I will leave you to your own presumptions on this. Can I try to figure out the multicolored sand thing. Raul uh-huh. is trying to use his very, very brief and very vague knowledge of the varieties of hourglasses he's seen to try to determine if that's for one creature or not. Stop Stop researching mine. I don't want to do mine first, you assholes. Raul <laughs> is the, the to problem. <laughs> Yours happens to be on the plane that we happen to have the easiest access to. That's uh, true. Lies, our our specter is very nice. You'll be fine. Okay, correct. That's Sultana fair. Yours is correct. Is... We should do mine first because it's literally here. Or we should mm-hmm. do mine last because it's literally here. Well, okay. 
here's the thing out of character also casey i'm pretty sure i know where yours is Uh really i have no idea what the fuck anything is that is happening i'm excited about it it's a kino location yeah Yeah. because we're we're there right now in kino Oh, so then we should just do mine first because we're liter- we're literally here. What well, I don't know if that's such a good idea. I think <laughs> yours should be last because we don't know what happens there yet, so we don't know if it's still a place. I think that we should do squashes first because he really doesn't want to. That's my opinion. <laughs> I don't want to go to Cicero. Um, oh, okay. Um, there. Argue uh, a roll. What do you think you should roll to? F- to be able to figure out that information. Uh, can I insight the... Mm, can I insight mm, death? Just kind of the situation more so. The hourglass itself is what I'm thinking. Because he's basically uh, referencing yeah, yeah. the fact that he's seen a variety. Yeah, like you've actually mentioned inciting hourglasses or to get what an hourglass would look like before. So I, I will accept that. That's fine. Okay. um well it's a nine god neil Uh, what is happening which is a natural one what else is it neil (laughs) no so uh you you couldn't even begin to guess uh you basically only have the facts on this it is a fucking huge hourglass it's very basic looking and it's filled with multicolored sand that's all that you have Roll looks like he's thinking a bit, but then he just like scratches his head. That's a very big hourglass. <laughs> this is going to never sound s- weird. Never seen one like that. But this actually kind of pans out in our favor. We did also need to help with um, Monarch in terms of getting the armies of the different planes together for fighting this whole thing. So if we have to Go to the different planes anyways, that kind of goes hand in hand then. We go to the plane, go, hey, we kind of need you guys to help us fight the whole big bad fuck off thing before it destroys the world. And also one of us needs to do some thing, you know, to go save the world and become big magical badasses and stuff like that. It sounded a lot better in my head before I said it out loud. Yeah, you're going to have to hash that one out a little (coughs) bit. Just refine it a little bit. My point is still there, that we're going to need to go to these planes anyways to get an army for each of the different planes. So getting the army goes hand in hand with us having to go there in the first place so that we can then go do our challenges. Yeah. I think you're right about that. All right, let's let's go talk to to the Tengeren. I don't want to go to the stalking. I'd rather go to the stalking than go to Cicero. You're crazy. Cicero. The stalking, nice. we know people there. They're cool. Spectre's very nice. He's your Spectre, too. Wait, what? Who's? What? Right. Oh. I think you've told me that before. We <laughs> share a Spectre, don't we? You you chase down our shared Spectre to try to figure out my my Cicero situation. <laughs> We have the same Spectre, yes. He's told you this, and you've disliked this fact a couple times. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. Rawl Spectre is cool. Mine, uh, mm. I, I feel like Rawl Spectre is the one you put on like the emergency cases, and I don't like to share that one. <laughs> well, actually, um, Sultana's second Spectre is what you put on special cases. 
I'm sorry, but second spectre? Yeah. There was a first? You have two spectres now. I got two? I got like the yeah, really cool you're... punk lady and who else? Um, do you remember the sad looking spectre that was following Demi around? Yeah. That's the one that you put on cases like yours. And she smiles, you know, because you're going to be like me soon. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Then you got the mm. weird specter, and I just have a normal one. <laughs> yeah, but he's super promoted now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a yeah, question. Got- is Balance's yeah? specter the least promoted? I think mine is the most promoted. <laughs> but you don't break any rules. No, the person the that was promoted? residing in my brain for a fucking eternity was. Yeah, but... Sorry, not Tony. He was only there for 50 years, but he's been around for a very long time. I feel like... I feel like... Like, but you're not... Okay. You're not, like, becoming... And you're becoming, like, a king, but, like, that's not something that changes your mortality. So I feel like yours is probably the least promoted. Yeah, I think it's more the psionic part that kind of fucks with <laughs> duration of lifetimes. Not looking at that level Can 20 we? capstone. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> so is it that? <laughs> as you basically are partway down the crater, um, sorry, as you're partway down this hill again and you're entering back into the town, um, you can see that Penn is kind of just off to one side talking to a friend of theirs. Um, their language is kind of different. It's more like grunts and snarls than it is like specific words. And they do a lot of hand gestures that lead you to believe it's a mixture of that and of some sort of sign language. Um, they have a very different way of communicating. Um, and yeah, you, you think that they were basically walking off in a half, but they got distracted. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see Pen turn around and wave and then see your additional party member and like their eyes go like really wide, like <laughs> a little confused. <laughs> oh, it's a VIP. She's, she's here all the time. It's great. Uh, Hi, Pen. That's never... Come out of a rift before. That that's a rude way to talk about her. We discovered how to make more people. <laughs> no, we ju- no, Roll, stop. Wait, what? Listen, I know he's good at tying knots, but not like that, Roll. Stop it. Hi, I'm I'm Adette. I'm uh Sultana's wife. And like his eyes again go really wide and he just has that really flustered look about him. He's like, Oh both, both both Thunderhearts, that would explain why we saw four or five, rather. Okay. Um. Uh. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> do you want to? We kind of need to talk about some things. Yes. Back to the observatory, if that's okay with with you both. And like, you see them like looking over at Adair and uh, Zoltana, just like flustered to hell. <laughs> I um. Uh, I don't know how to. Um. I wasn't prepared for goddesses to. Being out, it's it's a mess. You you have to forgive it. I, I'm sorry. You're um godless, god godly. I I oh, I need to leave. Literally um, the goddess she, of forgiveness. Like... Literally the goddess of forgiveness. <laughs> and you're about to fuck it up beyond repair, man. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> There's no forgiving you this. See, like, you see, like Pen turning around and like walking off in the direction of uh, of the observatory. Um, do y'all go with? Yes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Would have preferred cool. a library, but yeah. 
Uh, as for walking, Squash just ask. keeps looking from um, from that to uh, Pen, and then like, wait, how are you here? I'm sorry. There's a seal here. You're not supposed to be able to move here. Well, there's a lot of seals here. There are people. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> I'm a goddess. So you can move from here to wherever. Yep. Are you going to make me ask? Make you ask. Can you get us out of here? <laughs> I I can, yeah. Oh. I shouldn't, but I can. Oh. Oh, hey, look, we're at the observatory. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. Spatial magic. We teleported. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're not supposed to be able to teleport. What just happened? Uh, I can't remember anything. Yeah. Um, you, you make your way back inside and Pen is just like furiously like trying to tidy up a little bit and Adette just puts like a very calming hand on his shoulder, which he jumps a mile in the air for. And like she basically calms him down enough and like helps him like set up and clear away the table and like, yeah, sits down. You said you had questions. I, I can answer to the best of my ability. Uh, what did you see? Did you learn anything good? Yeah. We learned learn, a lot of see things. things, yes. Uh, right. Okay. Good um, to be determined. Okay. Let's just start at the beginning. Um, right. We, we all started in prison. No. Four locations <laughs> we need to find. Okay. And we know at least one person who is deceased at one of the locations. Okay. That's so, not great. How about we just describe where we need to go, supposedly, and you see if you recognize these descriptions, yes? Right. I can also help if it's just descriptions. I don't think that's breaking any of the rules. Okay. I uh, guess we lay out what we saw. Yeah. Trying to avoid giving Pen another nosebleed mind explosion or anything. <laughs> uh, by describing places and not uh, the actions of what was happening there. Like, for example, reaching out and grabbing a scroll, hitting things on an anvil. Like, you can phrase it around and, like, watch their faces fairly intently for what is about to, like, cause nosebleeds and whatnot. You can, like, descriptor away. All right. Um, I'm going to give him a history check. Some of these are necessarily going to be at disadvantage because you may or may not be right about certain things and some things will be at advantage because you may or may not be right at certain things. For those of you at home, I've changed my dice to hopefully more friendly dice. Yeah? Yeah, I have Demi's Warlock set. I have... Uh, I've kept Tian's uh, dice set because I will never get rid of those. I have my original Kesa set. And I have another random set that I've never used. All right. Okay, let's start with Lafian. It me. It you. That sounds a lot like a place in Cicero. There it is. Okay. God and damn. Zoltana Damas. Let me think. Let me think. The Did the rune 
did the room look like this? And um, they kind of like flatten out a piece of parchment and they draw like a very rough approximation of the crescent moon inside of um, inside of like an, uh, a crown, which you would assume to be opal because that's what you saw. Right. That okay, looks this, right. This is from one of the very, very, very old elven kings. Any relation to my bloodline? He shrugs. I don't know that. Do you have the last name? But Well, his whole, whole name is Isiltar. Does that ring a bell with me? History check, but it is going to be bloody difficult. Zoltana, because you are also from the same kingdom, you can also roll a history check. Cool. Fuck. 12. Oh, shit. No. Let me roll that history check and not sit Come on. Come on, not 20. God, I would fucking love. Wow, 11. Oh, wait. Nope. Luck point. Do you know? Ha. You this know is important. Is that I'm not nearly as intelligent as uh, as balance, so. Oh, there we go. 28. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Isiltar was basically one of the first kings, not like the first, but one of like ones who really, truly like helped shape the culture of um of the elves even way before they'd aligned properly with the dwarves um isiltar you know basically is really old elvish for moon monarch sorry monarch oh you would you would guess um that their resting place would either be in like very very low down in dusk's plateau which is where some of the old kings and old like queens of the elves and the dwarves and the monarchs of the elves and the dwarves were um, have been laid to rest. But they also could be deep below Belegbud. Oh, you don't know for sure. Not yeah. even on the 28. Uh, how do you spell his name? Is it I-S? I-L. Apostrophe T-A-R. I-, I don't know more than that, but if you're looking to get to Cicero, then maybe... That might help you narrow down where the place is in there. At least help you get to their version of Cicero, maybe. So you're telling me for mine, I'm going to have to find where this ancient elven king is in Cicero or where their domicile in Cicero is, but the link to that could be here on the physical plane. Yeah. I'm only telling you what I mean if I was going to be traveling to other planes and I needed to pinpoint where I was going I'd probably want to find something in the physical realm that makes things so difficult though guide yourself wait a minute Zoltana what what's up Cal mentioned prior that Cal could take us to other planes yes yeah well Once, he said he said and that it he would wasn't... be Zoltana and questionable yeah he said that it might be like had and weird to like i'm i might have it's questionable if we can bring the rest to you but we're, we could try it but i think it'll like probably have to be one at a time from what it sounds like to me fuck okay so let's not rely on that the first then um okay all right i need to think on some things continue okay um they uh pen looks over at ral and they just shrug their shoulders and they're like I I don't know where that is, but if your person you saw is dead, then the safest bet would probably be somewhere in Bellum. 
And again, if you could find something that relates to them or was them, it might be easier to find them. As far as I know, traveling plane to plane, you need something from that plane unless you're a very, very powerful wizard or warlock or sorcerer or paladin or something. Unfortunately, I think I might be able to figure that out. And Sultana, I'm pretty sure that's the Forge of the World. Or Maker's Helm. I don't know what it's called these days. No. What, what is that? It's Case's first forge. She made things. She made the hammer. Who knows where that is now, but... Uh, uh, who knows? <coughs> who could possibly it's, know where that is? Uh, we don't talk the, about it. The forge is somewhere in the very center of Kino. It used to be powered by fire elementals, gin, dragons. Who knows if it's forged now, if you can even use it. But We have one of those. Just one. A gin? No, I can conjure up a fire elemental, but that's about the extent of it. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's cool. Psionics no, can do some wonderful dragon. things if you know how to tinker with it. I think the one on the physical plane would be the easiest to get to. I mean, you just need to know roughly what it looks like, and anyone with teleport could get you there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and Adette kind of like puts her hand on, on Zoltana's and she just like she doesn't look at anyone in particular, but she just kind of like looks over her to the corner and she says And the last time I heard the hourglass of Bikron was in the stalking, which would make sense since that's where all the hourglasses are. Hourglass of Bikron. Uh, it's just a story what? I heard. What what are you think what do you think you're taking from there? I'm hoping time past, not time future. If I'm understanding it, the our glass of background, what is that? What is that story? Please, I don't want to make an assumption because I don't like the assumption I'm making right now. I and as you see her mouth moving, you realize there is no sound coming out. And then she stops. <sighs> Sorry. That's all right. Squash, let's not make um, assumptions. Make educated guesses. All right, my educated guess is that there's an hourglass that represents the entire fucking universe we live in and that I am going to apparently take some of it. I don't think it's meant to be a bad thing necessarily, or else That's... we wouldn't be told to do it. Why? Where would we even use such a thing? I don't know. I mean, squash. Maybe he's going to... <clears throat> would sand from there just be sand here? What would, would it mean the same thing? Could we take a bunch of sand from here? To the stalking. <laughs> Replace it with like the sand that you have nearby. And put more sand in all the hourglasses. Rol, you've already proven that you can take things from here and just put them in the stalking. So I don't see why not. I have an idea. Uh, no, no, no. Again, Adette, Adette opens her mouth, but she 
can't get any sound out of her like her her mouth just like freezes in place as she's trying to talk and then she just like she just shakes her head and gives up. Please don't hurt yourself. It doesn't hurt Lafian. There are people um you have people that you know who know the stories. I'm sure we do. But we only have so much time. Right. So. Forge of the World. Bellum, Cicero. No, sorry. Uh, the, 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 I, I don't even know what to call it. The resting place of the first king? Well, assumably in Cicero, but having some sort of link on here, this physical plane would probably help with finding where it is on Cicero. So wherever they buried him. Which I don't really know. The name I recall, I remember the stories vaguely. This is a very long time ago. And that's saying something for elves. So... I would need to go home. It's been a couple hundred years. Longer than that, Rolf. <laughs> much, much longer than that. <laughs> you have to remember, a single elf can live for nearly a thousand. I mean, it's not very likely. Most elves don't make it that long, but... No, you can get stabbed before then. Yes, yes, you could. You can get stabbed. That looks really uncomfortable. Disease. <laughs> I mean, hell, you could just starve to death if it's bad enough. Although we have magical means that that's not usually an issue as much. Sometimes. Overpopulation. It's it's a whole... No, don't worry about it. That's why we don't have children that often. When you do, it's spread out. <laughs> Grow modern trees. Look. in raw like gestures to the buildings around. <laughs> Well, growing more trees is not necessarily just the answer. You saw how big they are in Belagvood. It's not as simple as just it grows right then and there. Grow them higher. You have more higher buildings. I n- never mind. Well, it, you have one big tree. You can have two big trees. Do we have many large trees, Rol? It one biggest one though. And most of the time, they take several li- of your lifetimes to grow. You'll get there. okay so how are we supposed to do this we have a limited amount of time and it sounds like we once again need to go to various places across not just discora this time around but the whole damn world we're going to have to break a treaty (laughs) the treaty's already kind of broken Raul. that part we're not that's Funny enough, I think Kino's probably one of the eh, moderately concerning. Not the least, but not the worst. I think actually the worst is probably yours, Rawls. Well, I'm sure glad we had nothing to do with breaking off the treaty. That sounds like an awful responsibility to have. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, listen, <laughs> listen, the treaty was wrong to begin with. Pino, people of Kino are fine people, except for the shitty ones that are doing horrible things right now, but eh, small minority. I'm sure they're fine. We'll deal with it somehow. Um, Where do we even start? Well, to get to different planes, 
that's monarch territory, right? Monarch. Monarch. Well, we can <sighs> get to Bellum or Cicero from the stalking. Yes, but that usually involves death roll. Like, actually dying. Um, Monarch might be able to get us there, but I don't know if he's still busy doing the things he needs to be doing. I haven't checked in with him, actually. You, you all discuss things. I'm going to uh, start <laughs> harassing him. <laughs> I think about him hard. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Laughing goes and sits in a corner in meditation and starts like brain harassing Marnak, like, hey, how's it going? Hey. Marnak, you alright? Uh he he responds like pretty quickly. Um Hi. He just sounds tired. Hi. You alright? Very long taxing day. Tell Thorin I said fuck you. <laughs> How are things going with you? Well, we learned uh, a lot of things um, about some stuff. Uh, we may or may not need to find some places and potentially go to multiple planes of existence. And um, you seem to right. be the one with that uh, skill set now, potentially. Not really. No? No. I've never really been able to go between planes. Don't you have to pull armies through or something for this big fight? I have to drop the barriers between all the planes. Oh, you're just the merging them? Yes. And then I will rebuild the walls when we're done. Oh, that's terrifying. Provided... Yes, provided I live, which is why Lisbeth is helping. Please don't In die. case one of us fall. I've lived for 5,000 years. It's, if it's my time, it's my time, my friend. Okay, but if you could do that after we save the world so the rest of us don't die. <laughs> That's my intention. Um, okay. That's a problem then. We need to find someone that can bounces around you need someone who can push you through the planes right i kind of need to find uh one of my ancient forebearers who apparently has a whole domicile in cicero or something what's the name uh isilta there is not a response for about a minute minute and a half. If you tell me that you inhabited then, my great-grandfather, I'm going to be very upset. And then... No, it was just like way before then. Like, this had been like way great, before great, the 5,000 year Great, 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 great. Yeah, way before then. Okay. Um, And then he comes back with... Lisbeth said that he's probably buried under Bellic Bood. Okay, that helps a lot, actually. That's the kind of stupid shit Lisbeth would know. <laughs> <laughs> you say stupid, this is... Very important. It's like, you got the right area, but not right person. I'm like, ah, close enough. <laughs> I can't get in contact with Elizabeth. No. I don't have that kind of power. Um, okay. 
that helps a lot. Uh, I don't suppose you know anything about a hourglass of Bikron? I'm afraid not. Okay, figured that. I kind of figured that part might not. Um, let's see, Forge of the World? Kino. Yep, we kind of figured that part. That's going to be fun to get to. Um, we don't fucking know anything about the last one. Uh, we think it's Bellum. It's just some sort of cave with a lot of vines that were trying to grab it. Um, you remember that little halfling lady that got hung with us back in the prison? Mm-hmm. So apparently she's involved with that somehow. Oh. I guess it's just figuring out where in whatever plane she went to. You're laughing could send a mental shrug. That's what he does. Just like uh. <laughs> You get an equal mental shrug back, like... <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, great. Well, have fun. Uh, wish you were here. You'd very much like where we are right now, but very hard. I think Lisbeth would enjoy it also. Oh, I imagine they would need to tie Lisbeth down. <laughs> Probably start touching everything. Stay safe, my friend. You as well. Die. No, you hang up. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking done, man. (laughs) Okay. If you guys want to have a conversation, please. This probably took a few. Yeah. I think Squash is just getting paler and paler (laughs) as he thinks about what the implications of a lot of these things are. Pen looks at Squash, who's, as you said, getting physically paler by the second. Yeah. And he says... You were interested in Soulfire, right? Yeah. Well, curious, not interested. Do you want to talk to the the survivor? Yes. I, I mean, they're they're probably sleeping. It's apparently quite exhausting, but you can we could go ask them and their partners if they'd be willing to talk to you. Yeah, that that'd be very important. Thank you. Yes. No, no worries. Um with your godliness's um leave to leave. <laughs> ben just looks super awkward again. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> uh just um in, enjoy the food. And that I'm leaving. Um, and you see, like, Pen just turn around and, like, very quickly just stride away from this. Um, and, yeah, they they lead you through um, the city, kind of, like, a bit to the outskirts. And you come across this smaller-looking home. Um, it's, like, two stories, you know, what looks like a little attic room. Um, and they go up and they're about to knock when they're just like, you don't happen to be able to speak whatever languages do you? No, I I uh, I don't know the spell to speak more languages but if you know it I might be able to pick up on it. It's been a while but yes. Um, Yeah, you see them like begin to cast this this um this spell tongues um and it's it's a very fairly simplistic but it requires a lot of energy and a lot of power 
um, and they cast tongues on you and they begin to speak to you in their natural tongue um, a lot of like hand movement and a lot of like um, grunts and expressions and almost like as you feel like if you're beginning to like comprehend what they're saying that your hands almost move in time with like the words that you're saying it becomes a very natural process for you it's very strange I'm going to copy tongues you may copy tongues Thank you have learned tongues yeah so yeah squash like <laughs> Uh, is like watching them very intently and then like mimics real quick some of the movement and then yeah gets a new rune somewhere on his arm <laughs> okay um yeah as like you're you're mimicking the spell um like the inks inside like the the bag that you have just like begin to like ink themselves into the rune that you have uh like it, it makes the rune appear on your arm um okay the house is loud when you go in there are a lot of screaming children running around and you see this like taller woman who's like trying to herd the children to bed it's that time of night but they're they're playing up um and you hear them as like come on no go to bed mama or pop are asleep come on get upstairs oh uh hi hello uh who uh and they kind of like look down like and you are i'm squash i'm a halfling Okay, cool. Um, uh, let me get the little ones to bed, and then I can make you some food. And how do you know how? I, I, I tell you what, I'll have all the questions when I've put the little ones to bed. And you see them like just herd the little ones up the stairs. Um, and they, you know, they just you just sit down. Everything in here is very plain and very simple. Um, apart from like the huge amount of children's toys that are just like lying around all over the place. Um, and eventually she she comes and sits back down. So, how do you speak our language? Uh, magic. I do not know your language. Okay. Well, I guess that doesn't give us particularly long then. What are you doing in my house? Uh, are you the one who survived soul fire? Uh, no, that was that was my partner's. Okay. Do you need to speak with them? They're kind of tired. And I don't be, mean to be rude, but this is potentially, well, I'm talking about soul fire here. You know the outcome if things go wrong. Yeah. I've been looking after a horde of monsters for the last day on my own. I could not do this without them. Uh, sure. Uh, just just give them a minute. Um, and you see them go off to like this, this room downstairs and you see... Two other Tinguru and they both look just absolutely exhausted, like their eyes are like blinking the sleep out. Um and you can see that all three of them are holding hands like very tightly as they come and like sit down nearby. Uh hey. Um, my name's Squash, and I understand that you guys survived Soulfire. Uh they both nod. I'm sorry. I, I, I know this is definitely not something you want to be talking about, but I'm leaving later probably today and I might have to face Soulfire tomorrow as far as I know. The uh the male Tinguron just looks across at you and he says If you can avoid it, just just don't do it. We were lucky. I don't have a choice. Uh, 
something a lot more important than me is at stake. You see him like tip his head at you. Um, the the other survivor is like she's like half asleep, um, and the two women are just like holding each other's hands. And he looks over at you and he says, "I think I understand." And he looks at the women and looks back at you. It's it's very difficult if you get hit with it. You have to you have to fight every single second. You you look like you know magic. It's like. And he like gestures to the runes on your arm. It's like maintaining a spell. You you have to concentrate on it, and you can do absolutely nothing else. It hurts. It hurts so much. You get you get maybe a one in one hundred chance, unless you just decide to let go, and then you're gone. But that's not it, is it? You can help each other. I saw it. I don't know if I saw you guys last night. Last morning. Uh, you see the um, the the other survivor. She kind of smiles and looks over at you, and she says, "Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was probably us." I, I I saw you. You you tried to stop the fire from spreading somehow. You can if. You really have a strong bond, I guess. Friendship, love, family. You can share that fire. And it's a lot easier to get through that pain together than on your own. We all tried to jump, but you can only share it with one. It increases your chances, and we were really lucky. I didn't didn't think we were going to make it. It, it. Is it as simple as just embracing the one that's on fire? The one that's been caught? Yeah, kind of. That's it. You have to be willing to give up everything. The woman that first greeted you says, there's also other magical ways that you could protect each other, but you have to have a lot of power <laughs> and a spell that, so far as my little one tells me, is probably just a myth or a legend. Uh, we've come across a lot of things that were just myths in our travels. Please <laughs> tell me more. The little one says, uh, sort of. He talks about a theoretical spell that... Makes you immune to something. Mm. <laughs> More accurately, some someone else maybe. There's a lot of there's a lot of magical folk talking about it. You keep saying the little one. Um. Oh, sorry. Um. We have eight kids between us. Um, noticed. I only counted seven. Our littlest but... one. <sighs> and you see all three of them just look exasperated. <laughs> I'm assuming he got knowledge from the rift. The rand. They nod. Theoretical spell requiring a great sacrifice that could possibly make you immune to something. Someone else, maybe. Uh, says a lot of 
high-powered magic people are theorizing about it. Do you... Has she ever said any names? Like, maybe... Trampel? <laughs> you choose the shittest wizard? <laughs> shittiest wizard. <laughs> You choose the shittiest wizard. I choose really? the wizard I have access to. Thank you very much. Name one other wizard that will talk to Squash. Donna. We haven't established how powerful she is yet, though. Mm-mm. We also, well, I don't think you met Thurston, but. Uh... Thurston's a dick. Uh... Donna. And Elazar. Oh. What does that name ring a bell? Yep. It's the uh, Lockstone Lady. Oh, right. The one that cast a wish spell and fucked up. Yes. Ah, uh, boy. Well, at least we know one of them. Well, two yeah. Technically. Hey. Um, you see, like the both the 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 two people who've been certain so far, they're just beginning to like flag really heavily. And um, the woman who first greeted you just like reaches over and just like picks up her male companion and just like carries him out of the room and comes back and is exactly the same with the other. Mm. I'm sorry, they're they're tired and they'd keep talking to you, but I I can't see them like this. Uh, of course, of course, I'm I'm sorry for dragging them out of bed. It's okay. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think Squash just lets them excuse themselves. And when the the non-soul-fired lady comes back, he's just going to thank them. Um, You're welcome. Am I right in thinking that you're not the one in danger? Um... Well, uh, believe it or not, my path may actually intersect with Soulfire twice now. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but I am probably not going to be the one. If things go according to plan, nobody will. But if somebody does, I would. I would like to know how to help. If you're the target. You just have to fight. But it's still... The chances aren't high. We got really lucky. I got really lucky. I could have lost them both. Yeah. But they're stronger together. We all are. Um, This uh, spell that our little one mentioned... If you can talk to any higher magic users, they, they might be able to help you. It sounded like a way more reasonable method than just jumping on fire. Yeah, yeah, it sounds more calculated. Yeah. All right, uh, thank you so much for your time. I I might not actually have a lot of time to figure this out now. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, And good luck. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I hope they'll be up on their feet soon. They will. They're strong. Hi, everyone. Ral here. Uh, kind of in a strange place, huh? It's fun. They are nice here. 
Big thanks to Tiani and Ruiz for voicing Arya in Tahil. Thank you. And big thanks also to patrons Parimaiti and Spurut. Thank you so much. I am sorry uh, for the names um, and my difficulty in pronouncing them. Sorry. If you've not yet found us on Twitter, you can find us at TLDpod. We would love to hear from all of you. Not only is it a good place to find the link to the Discord where you can come and say hi to us there, but um, it's the first place other than the Discord that we would be posting any news, giveaway information, any apologies for episodes being late, anything like that. If you are following us on Twitter, you are in the first to know um, of all of our things going on at any given moment. So go and find us on Twitter at TLDpod, and you can uh, also visit us on Discord, follow the link there, and um, just come say hi either way. And thank you very much again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.